Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for Friday, November 1st, 2019. Happy All Saints Day, everyone. Today we're going to read out of Luke chapter 6, verses 20 through 31. Then he looked up at his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven. That is what their ancestors did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. But I say to you that listen, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not even withhold your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you. And if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. This passage comes out of Luke's Sermon on the Plain as opposed to the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew. In this section of Luke, Jesus is creating a new Israel by appointing 12 disciples, just like the 12 tribes of Israel. Uh, These disciples remind us of those tribes of Israel. The words in this Sermon on the Plain are kind of like a manifesto for this new Israel. Luke wants to show his readers that the new Israel that Jesus is establishing has a very different value system than the world that, that they live in and the world that we live in. Some have called it an upside-down kingdom, or some have called it the great reversal. In Luke, more than in a book like Matthew, where he uses the term poor in spirit, this reversal has both social and economic implications. So we see in our reading that it's the poor who are blessed. Certainly, the word Luke uses for poor means more than just financially poor. We all know that a person can have all kinds of money and still be poor. Just think about the tax collectors that Jesus was including in this new Israel. They were wealthy, but they were poor in the sense that they had received their wealth through dishonest means. But it seems that Luke wants to make sure his readers understand that the great reversal does does actually have economic implications. So those who are poor now are blessed. And there's a woe to those who are rich. There's something about realizing our own poverty that makes us able to receive the good news of the gospel. So in this passage, those who are poor will be rich, but those who are rich have already received their reward. 
Those who are hungry will be filled, but those who are full will be hungry. Those who weep now will laugh, and those who are laughing now will weep. He even says those who are hated now are blessed, but those who everybody talks well of should watch out because that's how they talked about the prophets who were false prophets before them. So in a, in a nutshell, this is the great reversal. The call for Jesus is for his disciples to begin to live differently, to live with a radical generosity, to love their enemies, to do good to those who hate them, to bless those who curse them, to give generously and not expect anything back. This generosity is summed up in a simple command that we heard at the end of the verses. Do to others as they would have others do to them. To be honest, this is a difficult passage for us to hear in one of the more wealthy nations in the world. Especially when we hear words like, woe to you who are rich. It should jolt us out of our seat a little bit. What does it mean? How are we to live then? Should we give everything away? I'm honestly not sure that's a question I can answer for you. Because I wrestle with passages like this all the time. My wife sometimes jokes that I might live under a bridge if she would let me. And yet, if I'm honest, I have lots of things that I enjoy spending my money on. They're just different than her things. Things like my bonsai trees, for example. I think what Luke is saying to people like those of us in the United States who have wealth is, this is a warning not to place our trust in our resources and to realize our poverty before God. In other words, everything we have is from God. But I think it even goes further than that. I think Luke is calling disciples of Jesus to be generous people. So I might ask myself, if I am not becoming more and more generous as I walk with Christ, then why not? See, the gospel has come to reverse our value systems, to stand them on their head, if you will. If I'm still hanging on to the world's values of success and wealth and comfort, then perhaps the gospel still has work to do on me. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.